Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. And this is important news because the company raised $25 million. With us, you can see him on the screen, Steve Saviak, CEO of Valio Pharma Trades in Canada under VPH. For our friends in the U.S., VPHIF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under VP2. For those who are new to the story, you're going to love this one. If you like biopharma stocks, buy. Because typically when you hear about biopharma, you think about big R&D, long FDA clinical trials, cash-burning companies, very high risk and very high reward. Valios turned that business model upside down on its head uh, as a commercial stage, revenue-generating and profitable Canadian pharmaceutical company right now. So what they do is they license and acquire the Canadian rights to commercial stage proprietary drugs and then commercialize them in Canada. So that in-licensed business model means no development or clinical risk with a lot of the upside. They've got fantastic partnerships with the likes of Novartis and other great companies who have come to them and said, hey, why don't you take our companies and you become our partner in Canada? More than just lip service, two numbers you should know. 2020 revenue, $7.5 million. For the first nine months of this year, already at $10.2 million, up 94% against what that number was at this time last year. Steve, welcome back. Congratulations, my friend. George, wonderful to be back. This, uh, so here's the headline. You close an upside, upsize financing deal, $25 million. $15 million of brought, a bought deal uh, and $10 million uh, with Investment Quebec, the $15 million being with, uh, with Desjardins. How great is it First of all, we'll go into some specifics, but how great of it is to secure this kind of financing and not dilutive to shareholders? It was uh, it was a deal uh, financing we've been working on for for some time. Uh, it's it, it comes at uh, most opportune moment, as you know. This year we've launched three what we believe are company changing drugs: our anticoagulant Redesca and two innovative asthma therapies, Enerzair and Atectura, that we licensed from Novartis. Um, and we needed this capital uh, to basically be able to support the growth. And the growth, when I say the growth, the commercial activities around these drugs, the working capital needed to support greater inventory and receivables, uh, and leave some over for potential new opportunities. So uh, this financing is our biggest yet. Uh, as you mentioned, it is a debt financing. It is convertible uh, at, a, at a higher price than the stock's trading at now for a period of three years. And it's, it was, it's just puts us in a, excuse me, a, a different league, best working capital position in our history right now. Um, and it's, it's, it's the right time. It's, it's the right things coming together, the, the right products, the right people in terms of the, the team that we have, and now having a strong capital base. It's always a good sign. I mean, it's a fantastic sign to see a large, well-known institutional investor such as Investing Small Quebec uh, coming on board. Was the rest of the deal most in place with institutional investors as well? That's correct. Investors My Quebec uh, was our lead investor with $10 million under the same terms as uh, Desjardins, uh, the, the money that Desjardins was able to raise for us. From that additional $15 million, uh, over nine came from institutions. 
Um, and uh, I have to say, uh, over 2 million came from insiders again. So our insiders continue to support the company through every round of financing. And that, that shows you how much we believe in the company. And, uh, and I'm saying insiders, the employees, management, and the board of directors. So uh, just an overall uh, very uplifting financing. And one thing I can also say, it, it shows how the company has matured to be able to attract these type of investors. Uh, and again, I can't say enough about the relationship we've developed or developing with Investment Quebec. We have a common vision of building a significant company based here, but across uh, in, in, in Quebec, but across Canada and eventually internationally. And um, I think it's uh, it, it speaks well that uh, that we believe that we are that. Uh, we have developed enough of a of a um, of a base in terms of our products and our and our team uh, from which to build with and uh, and 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 attract this type of sophisticated investor that that also sees that strength that we're putting together. Yeah, this type of third party validation is uh, is rarely seen in the small cap space. And I want to add to that. I want to talk about two quotes. One was from Pierre Fitzgibbon the Minister of, Econ of Economy and Innovation in charge of uh, regional economic development. And the other was Guy Leblanc, who is the presidency of, of Investissement Quebec. I think Pierre's quote kind of captures, I'm going to read this part. I want to get your feedback. By supporting the discovery and commercialization of innovative drugs, we are giving ourselves the means to improve the quality of life of many citizens in Quebec and around the world. Our government is proud to accelerate the growth of dynamic companies such as Valio, uh, which pursue this important mission every day. I mean, what what does that say about your third party validation there that you have these kind of words coming out of ministers? Well, again, it's it shows uh, uh, a strong belief in what we're doing. I, I certainly concur with him that uh, we're bringing innovation to not just Quebecers but Canadians, uh, and uh, that is uh, it's a it's a good feeling to, to be able to improve the lives and make uh, um, and provide our healthcare providers with uh, physicians, pharmacists with options uh, to treat their patients. So again, everything comes from a commonality of vision of, of beliefs. Of where of what we're doing it, what we're doing, we we feel good about what we're doing, but also the ability to be a commercially successful company and create a lot of um, it, of, of benefits for for people in general. That that could be medical benefits, it could be uh, employment benefits, uh, and building something which will be uh, which as we are right now, a mid tier pharma company, and eventually growing to a, a bigger tier pharma company, a true center of excellence. Uh, which knowing having great uh, uh, com commercial expertise, but also medical and technical expertise. I know you talked generally at the beginning about, you know, what you're going to do with, with the money, the, the overall supporting the operation. But what I want to talk about, and, I, and on this, I want to refer to the quote of Guy Leblanc, who's a presidency office in Quebec, who said, our team is proud to help propel, I really found that interesting, propel promising companies uh, that, like Valio Pharma, give themselves all the tools to become leaders in the industry. So what are the kind of things, I mean, because that's a pretty specific quote, they want to propel you to another level of growth. What are the kind of things, uh, what are the maybe new kind of initiatives Is some things you can touch on uh, that you'll be doing with the use of, with the proceeds here in order to propel the company's growth? Well, this year, uh, 2021, calendar 2021, was just a total game changer for us. We've gone from 30 employees to well over 100 employees. We've developed, we've commercial, have a commercial base across Canada with 70 people in that commercial team. And that means not just 
uh, pharmaceutical representatives, but that means medical support behind them. So we have put the foundation in place. We've launched three innovative drugs or three drugs that we believe are the, the cornerstone of our company, two that are highly innovative in, in Azera and Atectura for asthma sufferers. Um, and the Redesca, which will, brings big cost savings to the provinces and hospitals. Uh, these are these are going to be the three that propel us to that plus $100 million revenue range. But as uh, we were, were talking about earlier, um, that's not where we want to, where, where this is, stops. I mean, we're continuously looking at new opportunities, how to leverage our, our commercial team and our, and our uh, head office. Um, and I think, you know, Valio has growth for many years to come. And, uh, and that's in, in part why insiders continue to participate in the financing. Everyone truly believes in the direction we're going. And it's really great to have the investment arm of the Quebec government uh, that, that agrees with us and supports us. And it's true about the, 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 all the institutions that put over $9 million in additional capital into this funding, uh, that they really see the, not the, the, the strength of the business plan. It's a, it's a great business plan and a great business uh, proposition, but they're actually seeing execution on it. They're actually seeing the development, sales increasing, products being launched, um, and this is uh, this is a very exciting time for Valio Pharma. And for investors at home, look, we can't we can't give you advice or things like that. But I will say, it goes a long way if you're you know if you're in your due diligence phase or if your shareholder considering do I buy more or do I do well. These two groups just did all their due diligence and they liked it enough that combined to invest you know. 25 million not including the two million dollars from the insiders but you know 23 million dollars or so just from outside money um so due diligence i just wanted to add that part of it steve that uh they you don't really got to worry about you don't really got to worry about the due diligence if you're yeah. considering where the companies go in the future uh, third party validation is uh is uh, i think uh is something that's important for other people to look at we have three analysts that follow our company financial analysts that have uh, that are very uh have recommendations to uh, buy recommendations, so to speak, on the on the company. We've done a extremely big licensing deal with Novartis. There's a and with really two very good products that are going to help uh, asthma sufferers across Canada. So, um, you know, a lot of lot of highlights for 2021. But I can tell you, George, it's we never we're not one, and certainly I'm not one to sit on 2021 and say, yeah. you know. We've done enough. The SD year is over. There's only a few days left in, in this calendar year. But 2022, we want to continue in that direction and, and have sitting here next year at this time, I want to be able to talk about even more highlights about revenue growth, about uh, profitability, about potentially new products coming in, um, just all things that investors that health, you know, our, our mission is really to bring innovative medicines to Canadians to improve our lot. In other words, to give options to healthcare providers, to improve the lives of patients, to, pro to provide a great employment for our staff and our management team, and also to provide, and not last but not least, is to provide a, a return to our investors. And we own, as insiders, over 50% of the company. So we're all in this together. And we think that uh, having this common goal of, of making sure that all of these, all of the stakeholders benefit. Uh, and, and it's not just lip service. We, we, we live it and we breathe it. And putting our money uh, in the I was about to say that putting your money where your mouth is shows shows how much we do believe in it. And uh, as I uh, was saying to, we had a, a town hall meeting with our 
our uh, entire company a couple of days ago, first one uh, across Canada, over 100 people. And I said, you know, I will say we had a great year, but I also will say I still believe the best is yet to come. And that's uh, that's something that I will never stop believing that our, our the best is the future is uh, is has a lot of potential and uh, we can't take the foot off the gas pedal. There's just too much to do. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm also going to presume this is going to do a lot for your pipeline because if you've been uh, talking to George Com Pharmaceutical and ABC Pharma, uh, and maybe you've been close or you know ongoing discussions, those those potential partners seeing Desjardins and the government step up uh, to invest a significant money in you should should take some of these right over the finish line, right? Where George Com says, hey guys, we always knew you're good. We saw you're doing a good job, but now we're seeing you're cashed up from very reputable sources. Let's go. Am I, am I wrong in presuming that, Steve? Uh, you know, not, not at all. You're, you're, on, uh, you're on the target there. I mean, the fact that we've got a solid um, portfolio of products with some true innovation, the fact that we've got the team that we have, and that's a strong commercial team, a strong medical team, a strong internal uh, uh, team. Uh, and now that we have the capital, those are the three elements that you need for, for success. Um, and clearly other companies see it. Uh, our, a lot of our wins, read our press releases from this year, whether it be provincial reimbursement of the drugs, whether it be private reimbursement of our drugs, launching drugs, we're doing the types of things that part, potential partners like to see companies do. In other words, start commercializing drugs and all the aspects around it. Um, so I take my hat off to our team. I'm uh, very proud of them for how, what they've accomplished this year. But as I said, uh, watch for next year. Next year should be uh, 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 even more exciting for us. Love the confidence. Love the confidence. And on the execution side, you also just obtained public reimbursement for your two asthma uh, uh, products in Quebec and Nova Scotia. So when you add Alberta onto that, you now have three pretty big provinces representing about 37% of the Canadian population, which is fantastic. Uh, how do you expect progress to be on the rest of provinces and onboarding them? Yeah, we've had a lot of success this year with uh, with both our private and public reimbursement. And, and for uh, for your viewers, it's really a critical uh, step for all com all pharmaceutical companies across Canada. Uh, who pays for drugs? I often say, and and I uh, you know you need the the private insurers, the uh, the Sun Life's of the world, and what have you. You need them on board to to be able to pay under company plans. But uh, about half of Canadians rely on the public on the various governments in the various provinces. Uh, so it's critical to to have uh, reimbursement for, that the, not only can the patients access drugs because they're approved, but they can financially access drugs. In other words, there's someone to pay for these drugs. Um, Alberta was our first province that came on board for uh, Enerzera and Atectura. Now Quebec and Nova Scotia. We are in discussions with the remaining provinces across Canada, and I would expect that by early spring that most of those problems, if not all, will be on board. So great private reimbursement for uh, Enerzer and Atectur. We're over 90%. Uh, we should be at 100 sometime in early in the new year, and uh, we expect basically 100% coverage by early spring from the uh, on the provincial level. And what this does is it just makes wow. people, you know, the accessibility to drugs 
uh, increases. And, and I think that's important because, you know, the, the, it was, what we wanted to have is that there's no barrier to anyone having access to our drugs. So if you need to take uh, an asthma therapy and your physician uh, decides that Enerzair or Atectura are your, the best choices, we want you to be able to, to, to get that product. And uh, the, there should be no barrier to you being able to obtain it. By the way, those uh, uh, those approvals that you get from the from the provinces, uh, is this a typical pace? Because all of us on the outside don't know. Uh, is this is this the kind of pace you expected? Are you ahead of schedule, behind schedule? Maybe there's problems with Ontario and BC or something, or is this a standard kind of pace for getting the public reimbursement uh, approvals? I uh, we're actually ahead. Uh, this nice. year, uh, we uh, Redesca, which is our blood thinner, uh, actually was. I think almost unprecedented how quickly we got public reimbursement. And a lot of that has to do with the amount of savings that the, this drug was bringing to the provinces. So clearly there was a lot of motivation on their side to be able to get approval early. Uh, on the asthma side, you know, normally these discussions with provinces go anywhere from zero to 24 months. And uh, with, with probably the norm being, you know, the high teens to the low twenties in terms of months. To be able to do uh, get reimbursement as we've done with Alberta, Quebec, and and Nova Scotia in less than twelve months is 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 quite uh, unusual, and I think a lot of that stems from the 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 quality and the benefits of the drugs, and also the fact that they're very economically priced. So there's the provinces are like the, liking the fact that not only can their constituents get uh, you know the world class therapies, but they're actually uh, able to access them at at very uh, attractive uh, prices from the provincial point of view. It must also help that it's uh, this is a product where you're in partnership with Novartis and there's a lot of history. Uh, so probably th that must that must help somewhat. Yeah, Novartis is a wonderful company with a, a strong um, medical history, well regarded. Uh, their clinical uh, trials that they conducted for these two asthma therapies were world class and had over 7,000 patients around the world that participated. Um, so, and they have been a, a very strong partner uh, with us in, in developing uh, some of the commercial plans and supporting us. And uh, I can't say enough uh, positive things about uh, how Novartis uh, has uh, interacted with us. And, and again, it's uh, these are, are drugs that are uh, Enerzer and Atectura are being launched around the world. In Canada, uh, we are the, the partner. In other countries, um, it's often Novartis or uh, or a third party that is the uh, the uh, the commercial partner. But uh, we're very pleased to uh, uh, put together the team we did. And uh, these two asthma therapies will be our big growth revenue growth drivers. Um, coming into the, the over the next three, four years. And that's why I say I don't, I see that growth continuing for some period of time. And part, part of it is because asthma is just a very, um, very big uh, therapeutic area. Almost 4 million Canadians suffer from some degree of asthma. That's a, that's a strong statement to make. There's a lot of people that, uh, that will benefit from, uh, from these two new therapies. And, and I want to ask, um, you know, they're launched earlier this year. How are they performing? right now uh, in terms of just feedback from doctors and from patients, how, how are they performing? Yeah, strong uh, support from physicians. Uh, drugs, uh, no matter which drug is launched, there is a curve where there's a interaction with physicians, multiple interactions, uh, uh, sampling, trial, and, and there's a curve of, of uh, acceptance and utilization of a therapeutic product, uh, whether it's an asthma therapy or, or others. Uh, we're 
on or above where we expect it to be. So very, uh, very good comments from physicians. It's a very nice. elegant drug to take. It's inhaled. There's a lot of benefits in terms of it's a once a day versus other uh, older therapies that have multiple time per day um, uh, dosing. Um, so very excited about it. This is the, these two drugs. You'll hear a lot more about Enterzeranatectura over the coming months and years as uh, as we provide the, our shareholders and the market in general with more metrics on um, number of prescriptions, revenues, things of that nature. Last question, Steve. Look forward to 2022. I know you've said, and I love the confidence. Watch for us in 2022. Look, what we're going to be doing. Uh, are there a couple of specific catalysts? Uh, that you can talk about value creation events, give it, or is it more just, hey, watch for us, the pipeline is growing, we've got cash to the bank, and we expect execution just to accelerate. Oh, but if you can be a little more specific, if you're able, great, I got to ask. If not, I presume it's just uh, execution is accelerating on all cylinders. I think that's if you asked our our management team and our and our commercial team. I mean, right now it's all about execution. You know, we've we've onboarded, we've launched these three uh, game changing products for us. Um, they they can't take the eye off off of the, those launches. That's where they have to focus. Uh, it's myself and um, and and our business development team that have to look at it a little bit more about what what's what could be next. What will be our next area that a focus. Uh, what will be the next products that we'll bring in that will maybe complement what we currently have. Uh, can't say much about it. It's one of those things uh -huh. that, you know, things happen uh, quickly or things happen slowly. The timing of, uh, of these discussions or, or uh, finding new products is, is not something that there's no um, set rule for it. it can, uh, but uh, I would say that uh, we do expect to, to be in a position to uh, even accelerate our growth further um, with with uh, some of our our other initiatives, but again, a, a, a hats off to a, a team that has uh, you know recently come together. Um, you know, going from thirty to over hundred employees in a span of three four months is uh, is certainly been a challenge for, oh, yeah. for people in terms of hiring. Um, but I'm uh, I'm very uh, uh, pleased about the team we put together, and and uh, you know that'll as I, I said earlier this. Stay, you know, follow the financial results. That's going to be one of the bellwethers of how well our drugs are doing. Um, and we'll keep you, as we often do, through uh, you interaction with you, George, uh, sort of letting people know what's behind that press release a little bit, giving a bit more color so that they can appreciate, you know, the there's a lot. It's a bit like, uh, uh, you know, an iceberg in a certain way where what you see is, is only 10% of what's there. And uh, there's a lot of paddling going on and a lot of activity uh, under the water. And, uh, you know, that, that will certainly become evident over the course of uh, not just months, but the coming years. So uh, we'll be back with uh, more, uh, you know, interesting news and, and insights uh, with you in the new year. And I look forward to it. Well, I think as I speak on behalf of all shareholders too, when I do say the fact that you do these, Steve, is appreciated because you're operating at a, a different level. Uh, look, your phone's ringing. You're getting messages while you're on the interview. We know that. But the fact that you take the time to go beyond the press release uh, to do, look, it's a 22-minute interview, but you've given everyone great insight, a deeper dive, just is so valuable to everyone, and we appreciate it. And congratulations to you and the team, what you've done. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and can't wait to have you back on in uh, January, or maybe sooner. I don't know, probably know something sooner might happen, but probably not for Christmas, but congrats, my friend, and thank you.
George, uh, it's always nice to be, uh, and I and I commend you and your team at Agoracom for uh, giving investors an insight into small cap companies that are, are typically you know not covered by as many financial analysts. So it's harder to get information. And uh, uh, I've enjoyed my year with you, and uh, and I look forward to uh, to many more uh, as our company grows and uh, and as your audience follows us uh, through that growth. Well, as soon as this COVID situation gets under control, you and I are going to be doing one of these uh, one of these side by side at the office. Do we'll, we'll do a walk and talk through the headquarters. Everyone can see the office area, the you know the in the warehousing area, all of it. But I can't wait until then. But thanks, thanks for those nice words, Steve. Thanks again, George. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Steve Saviak, the CEO of Valio Pharma. Trades in Canada under VPH for friends in the US, VPHIF, and for our friends in Europe under VP2. For those of you new to the story, because you saw $25 million financing, now you know why. Start your due diligence on Agoracom, go to the profile page. We break down all the different elements of the company there so you can understand the company and then head over to the company's website to do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.